Alright guys and welcome back to the FitEx podcast. This podcast is all to do with fitness experiences, giving you my take and my advice on certain aspects of diet and training based on my own experiences, what I've learned from training myself and from others within the industry as well. So in today's episode we're going to be talking about something that was uh, requested on Instagram. I put a little um, question thing on my story and a few people responded with they'd like to see a little podcast talking about building your glutes, building a boot. Something that I feel as though a lot of females are obviously after in particular, but I feel as though a lot of males can really benefit from actually developing a strong set of glutes, especially from like a performance standpoint. Because if you've got some strong glutes, they can't half transition over to other exercises such as squats, but it can also um, help when it comes to performance. Maybe if you're an athlete, if you're somebody who um, plays a, a specific sport that requires a lot of sprinting or jumping, glutes can come in really handy when it comes to um, things like that, when it comes to certain sports or certain movements that you'd like to improve on. So maybe if you're a lad and you've started this podcast and you're kind of thinking, I'm not that arsed about, well, my arse. Um, no, that kind of worked a bit weird, didn't it? Um, try and stay tuned because I feel as though some little points you might take away and it might make you think twice about including a little bit of glute work into your workouts. Now, where the hell do you begin when it comes to building a booty, building your glutes? Now, I'm going to be coming from this from the perspective of the fact that most people that are probably after this advice are probably beginners due to the fact that if somebody is after advice about building the glutes, that probably means that the glutes aren't really in a position that they're happy with, which means they're not very well experienced with maybe weight training or training that area in particular. So I'm going to sort of generalize this a little bit and base it more around sort of the beginner intermediate level sort of trainee because when it comes to diet and training, there are so many variables in place and the best answer a trainer can possibly give is it depends. If somebody asks a question, often many times I'll reply with depends because there's so many things that you've got to take into consideration um, due to individual differences. So I'm going to be going this over on more of a, a general basis, as I said, more lean towards the beginner slash intermediate person. So training your glutes, how do you actually go about building your bum? You're probably going to need to start with, first of all, identifying how many days you can make the gym. That's always the first point of call I'll go with anybody when it comes to programming is how many days can you make at the gym in order to train. Now, you don't necessarily need to go to the gym in order to build your glutes. Again, depending on where you're at with your training, body weight might be enough stimulus for you to see some development there. However, for most people, they'll probably hit a little bit of a plateau with body weight and may need to apply some um, more resistance there in the form of weight training. So, Again, if you've got a gym membership or maybe if you're thinking about getting a gym membership, this is going to be something that's going to really benefit you when it comes to training your glutes. You want to going to be able to, um, especially when we start to talk about load and weight and stuff like that, you'll realize how crucial um, weight training is going to be. So first of all, you need to identify how many days can you train. Now, in order to see some good results. I usually suggest to most people, you'll be wanting to aim to train three to four times per week. Now, I feel as though for the general population, for most people at a beginner slash intermediate level, that is probably the average that somebody will go to the gym. Three to four times a week, maybe possibly two to three. So for most people, especially starting off, you're going to look at full body workouts, okay? They're going to be get the best bang for your buck because you're only going to be making it the gym, you know, two to three times, you know, on a good week for 
Yeah, and that's for most people again because we have very busy and hectic lifestyles, which you've got to take, which you've got to take into consideration. Whereas somebody who maybe you know fitness plays such a massive role in their life and they're in the gym, you know, five six times a week, their workouts fit's going to be completely different. Okay, so full body workouts. The reason being why I suggest full body workouts is is because you'll be able to target your muscle groups more frequently during a week period. I've talked about this before on previous podcasts, previous posts, but for most people, especially beginners when first starting, if we can increase the frequency that you're targeting a certain muscle group, the better chances of it um, responding to stimulus well is... um, more likely to happen. So if we can increase frequency, you're targeting your glutes, your arms, whatever muscle group we're talking about, more frequently during the week with adequate recovery in between, that's going to put it in a better position to grow and develop. Again, depending on where your diet's at, but um, again, this is focused primarily on training. So full body workouts are probably going to be the best way to go. And ideally, you'd want a day of rest in between each one. So somebody's training three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday would work well or maybe a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Or if you want to just literally do it one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off, and just keep repeating that cycle over and over again with a full body workout, so your rest day is going to be a different day all the time, that'll be absolutely fine as well. So now that we've talked about, you know, how many days can you train, ideally you'd be looking at, you know, three as a minimum. So I'm going to stick with that going forward. So you've got that idea of, right, I'm going to the gym three days a week. Now, you've got all these muscle groups within your body that you're going to want to train, even though glutes is going to be a priority. You know, there's still going to be, you know, shoulders, back, legs, chest, you, the, the, the list goes on. Now, when it comes to glutes in particular, you're going to want to focus on prioritizing them within the workout if that's your goal to grow. So if you've got a full body workout and glutes is the area that you really want to develop, I would put all your glute exercises towards the start of the workout, okay? So you get yourself warmed up, you maybe use a couple of resistance bands to get some glute activation in there. Now by glute activation, that is um, just some light work, focusing on squeezing the bum, contracting the muscles and getting a little bit of blood into that area and sort of establishing that mind-muscle connection that you may or may not have heard of. So mind-muscle connection, just briefly going on that, is referring to having a control over individual muscle groups sort of using your mind so you often see people especially in like the bodybuilding realm where they have to pose on stage and hit certain poses with certain muscles they'll be very adapt at like flexing certain muscles without um, it being too much of an effort they've got good control over all the muscles within the body so like glute activation or activation of any muscle um, when you think about it is a great route to start you know maybe you want to warm up doing a little bit of cardio work then throw a little bit of glute activation in there using some resistance bands you know some side steps glute bridges any sort of hip extension work really focusing on squeezing the bum as hard as we can and getting some blood into that area and you're probably going to go a little bit sort of you know high-ish high-ish reps depending on how good you are at contracting that muscle maybe for somebody that's really good at contracting the glutes you know a couple of reps five six eight is really going to get it working well if you're somebody that's still new maybe you need a couple more there just to really get that connection towards the glutes down so once you're sort of warmed up and your glutes are ready to go and you're ready to work as i said your first main exercise of the workout are going to be your glute dominant ones now what exactly are glute dominant exercises now 
in order to get the glutes working, essentially what the glutes, one of the glutes' main priorities of the body is what's known as hip extension. So that's bringing the hips forward, essentially. It's probably the best way I can try and make people visualize that. Um, over over a podcast anyway is bringing your hips forward so if you see somebody do like a, a kettlebell swing properly their hips are going back and then it's coming through forward so that is extending the hips forward and you're going to be squeezing the bum at the top or as another example which a lot of people um, tend to do is if you see somebody doing a barbell squat and at the top to do that squeeze of the bum that's a hip extension at the top however um I wouldn't advise really doing that to try and build your glutes. I'm not going to go into too much depth, but the angle that you're at at a squat and then you're squeezing your bum at the top, you're not really adding much resistance to your glutes. Because, um, again, you're not really adding much much resistance when it comes to actually extending the hips forward. But um, I've, I've went off on a tangent a little bit there. Um, taking a step back, so, again, you're going to be starting off your workout with some form of hip extension. Now, probably the main one, that a lot of people are familiar with is going to be a hip thrust. A hip thrust is absolutely fantastic for targeting your glutes. Now, again, depending on where your level's at right now, you might only need to do that body weight. You might even want to start with a glute bridge. A glute bridge is a variation of a hip extension, but where your upper back is lying on the ground instead of propped upright on a bench, okay? They're the main sort of differences. But the idea is you are going to put yourself in a position to where you're going to be extending your hips forward and squeezing the bum at the top. So we used hip thrust as an example. You could either do this with a barbell, you could do it with a dumbbell, or you could do a body weight. Now, when it comes to actually targeting the glutes, one of the biggest things, as with any muscle group, is you're going to want to look at load, which is why I was talking about depending on where you're at now, body weight could be enough. This is where you want to try and focus on prioritizing your glutes at the start with the hip extension exercise and then also tracking the weight that you're doing. Because as with any other muscle group, in order for it to grow, it needs to be be put under quite a tough stimulus. Now, one of the best ways you can put a muscle group under stimulus is by progressively overloading it. Now, without bombarding you with too much science, it essentially means overloading the muscle with more weight as time goes on. Now, depending on how good you are at hip thrust and what your previous experience is, you might find that you can increase the weight relatively quickly. If you're somebody that's maybe new to it, you might need to stick at a certain weight for a couple of weeks before you can then move on. However, the main thing that you will need to consider is the fact that you're actually progressively and consciously aiming to go a little bit heavier um, as time goes on. Now, if you're not going heavier, your body is just going to adapt to that weight and it's going to basically say, well, what's the point in me growing? I've got no need to because it's strong enough and I'm big enough to handle the weight that I'm doing now. So if you then start providing a new stimulus in there, a little bit more weight, a couple more reps, your body, your glutes in particular is going to be like, holy shit, what's this? This is brand new to me. I'm going to have to respond by you know, getting stronger and getting bigger. So that is where progressive overload comes in and the actual load that we're doing on the exercise. So, so far we've covered full body workouts, which is what you need to do. You can have a little bit of glute activation in there to start and then you're going to prioritize your hip extension movements towards the start focusing on the load that you're going to do and really focusing on getting stronger and getting better at those movements, keeping a little log of the weights that you're using, the reps that you do and the sets that you do. Now, when it comes to sets and reps and number of exercises, this is 
you know, completely dependent per person. For somebody just starting out, two exercises could be enough with two sets. For a complete beginner, if they've never done anything before, if you're going to do a hip thrust properly for two sets and take those two sets to a good, make them challenging in terms of, you know, if you're going to do 10 reps of a barbell hip thrust, that's a hard 10 reps. Sometimes two sets can be enough for some people. So if you're going to do two exercises at two sets apiece, then that might be enough for the person. And again, it's individual. Now, for most people, maybe starting off, potentially, you know, two to three exercises, two to three sets per exercise, possibly and could be a good starting point for a lot of people. Again, I don't want to say for definite because there's too many variables at play. However, just starting off, I'd always maybe go for two to three exercises at two to three sets. In terms of the rep range, again, it would depend on the exercise. However, I would focus on rep ranges as opposed to set reps. If you're a new beginner looking for trying to grow some muscle, so grow your glutes, I'm going to stick to the the typical muscle growing rep range that you may or may not be familiar of and that is like the sort of 8 to 12 rep range if you followed any sort of a fitness person or somebody um, or bodybuilding magazine or health and fitness magazine you may have heard of the term or heard of the phrase of like the hypertrophy rep range the muscle building rep range and that is usually 8 to 12 so the idea is if you're some, somewhere within those reps for a given exercise and again the weight is suitable for there and it's challenging that's a good range that sort of science has backed a little bit um a good range that is utilized in order to build muscle now again it can vary person to person some people can grow and respond really well on lower reps some people can respond and grow really well on higher reps but as a general rule of thumb 8 to 12 reps might work well for a lot of people so as i said two to three glute exercises so hip extension exercises work really well to start off with so your hip thrust your single leg hip thrust your glute bridges your hip extension uh, yes your hip extension machine um, things of those nature and a quick google search of these and you'll have a good idea of, of what i'm talking about here um, could be utilized and then maybe if you wanted to do your last exercise for your glutes some sort of like cable kickback that might work well if that's something you're comfortable doing within the gym you could also utilize um other exercises that aren't necessarily um hip extension exercises but still get the glutes working such as a a split squat if you're going to do a a wide stance split squat, the glutes are still going to get working in that sense. A, a kettlebell swing works well as well. If you basically type in hip extension exercises, glute dominant exercises, I'm sure a list will come up. Or even if you want to message me, I'd be more than happy to have a little list of there of exercises that you could potentially include into your workout, um, all related to glutes. So I prioritize your workout, as I said, with two to three glutes exercises, two to three sets primarily hip extension exercises focusing on getting the load high and keeping a little log of the load that you're using for the 8 to 12 rep range i hope you're still with me right there that was quite a bit of a mouthful and i tried to keep it on topic as much as i can but when it comes to this health and fitness stuff it's so easy just to to spiral off into other things because there's so much going on um when it comes to individual differences and there's so much things that i like to cover sometimes that um, before I know it, it's you know half an hour into into a podcast, so I'm going to try and keep it relatively on point. So we talked about how many days you can train. We talked about 
the volume and volume it refers to you know the number of exercises and sets we've talked about frequency so we're going to be training the glutes in within your full body workouts uh, two to three times per week with a day of rest in between so that means that they're going to get stimulated with quite a lot of exercises per workout and throughout multiple workouts in the week so that puts them in a nice position in order for them to grow and they're probably the main things that I feel as though a lot of people especially as I said in the beginner slash intermediate phase of their training they're the things that I would focus on primarily make sure you're getting the workouts in Make sure you're hitting your glutes frequently. Make sure you're getting enough volume in there and that'll be dependent per person. If three exercises doesn't feel enough, if three sets doesn't feel enough, add more sets in, add more exercises again. This is down to you and your goals. And if glutes are a priority, put more effort into that muscle group, okay? So as I said, we talked about frequency, talked about volume, and then finally, make sure you are getting some good weight in there. You're constantly aiming to beat the previous session, you know, of course, be safe with it. If you don't want to overload it too much too quickly to the point where you injure yourself and your form is completely um, out of whack and it's not working well, you want to make sure that you're getting a good quality squeeze in the glutes at the top with a suitable load for the, for the 8 to 12 rep range, as I said. And if you put those things into practice, so going in the gym often, getting the volume in, getting all the exercises in, making sure you're getting stronger. As I said, I'm repeating these purposely, by the way. I'm repeating them over and over again so they can sort of get drilled into your head and you've got them there you know write these down so you, so you can use them at any time they're going to put you in a nice position to, to grow your glutes hopefully now i'm going to touch very very briefly now on your diet obviously everybody's diet's different calorie intake i wish i could sit here and say if you eat this many calories you'll 100 grow but it's pretty much impossible to do over a podcast and say eat this much and you'll grow because depending on what your experience like is training, what your diet history is like, it, it could be any number based on your activity levels, so on, so forth. However, one thing that I would stress if you're going to try and develop a, a certain muscle is protein intake, especially trying to get your protein frequently throughout the day. So you've got a nice, good protein turnover throughout the day. Again, the, the people will argue and discuss about um, oh, you should only have so many grams of protein every couple of hours or else it won't get utilised. Uh, you know, some people say that, other people don't. There's there's always back and forth debates about it. My personal opinion, as long as you're getting the protein in, that's the main concern for me. Try and split it over three to four meals if you can. So a good protein goal to aim for is one gram of protein per pound of body weight so let's say somebody weighs 10 stone there's 14 pounds in one stone so somebody who weighs 10 stone is going to be 140 pounds because you've got 14 pounds times 10 so now if somebody was 10 stone weighing 140 pounds that means i would probably get them to eat roughly 140 grams of protein per day split that between you know three to four meals and that is what you'd be looking at. So if you're having that between four meals, 35 grams of protein per meal. So you've got a nice protein turn over there as well. So you can work that out there quickly for yourself. Just take the weight that you've got now. Um, find out what your weight is. If you if you figure it out in stone, kilograms, whatever it might be, convert that into pounds. 
And then whatever that number is in pounds, that is what I want you to hit for your protein intake and split that over three to four meals. If you've got a good protein turnover there and you're utilizing all those variables, that should hopefully put you in a nice position to grow your glutes. Now, of course, please don't take all this for certain. As I've said time and time again, I really want to stress it. It's so dependent per person. Volume, frequency, load, all of those things, protein intake, calorie intake, they all revolve around individual differences and each person will respond differently. But as I said, I've tried my best to generalize for what I really do think would help most people in that beginner slash intermediate realm. So if you've made it to the end of this podcast, I really, really do hope that this has um, helped you out. As I said, if you want to message me for any of those hip extension exercises or some exercises related to um, any muscle group, really, if there's a certain body part that you're lagging a little bit and you'd like some advice on, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, okay? You can reach out to me on Instagram. Instagram is probably the main one that I'm on at the minute, but whether it be Facebook, email, Twitter, I hardly even use Twitter, but if you want to reach me on that, you can do. Um, Snapchat, even any sort of one, I'll leave all my social media links in the description of this podcast here. So you can reach out to me and um, message me with any questions that you have and I'd be more than happy to take some time to help you along the way. So as I said, hopefully you've all enjoyed this podcast. Take those things, put them into practice and let me know how you get on. As I said, feel free to message me for advice, but also feel free to message me and how you're getting on if you're finding success. Maybe if you're not and you need a few, a few things tweaking. I said, it's always nice to hear, hear messages of people. So uh, I'm going to leave that here, okay? Thank you all so much for listening, and I shall see you all in the next episode.